Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to the Builders Haven podcast. In this podcast, we assist professionals in the building industry to profit and be productive. Today's episode is about opportunities. I know the trend has been talking about challenges first, but it's also good to look at what opportunities are there. It's kind of difficult to predict the future, but at the same time, that is not a reason for you not to get, to make educated guesses on what might arise in the future. So I'll start with mentioning just a few current challenges that we are facing because it's from these challenges that we also get to see what opportunities opportunities are there. Uh, the first one to start with, uh, of course, is the pandemic, the COVID pandemic. It's been a challenge across all industries. Another challenge that is very particular within the built industry is the slow adoption of technology. If you look across other industries such like agriculture, health, you look at what is being implemented in terms of tech and you will be pretty much amazed. Um, in construction, technology is slowly adopted, which is a challenge itself because uh, with tech, a lot of things are usually unlocked. Things like speed, things like reporting mechanisms, even corruption can be avoided just by using tech. So that has, that's a very huge challenge, and it's a challenge within the, the built industry. Another challenge that we are facing is shortage of skills. This has been a, a challenge even before the pandemic. And um, sorry to say, but the kind of skills that um, students get when they go to colleges and universities are usually not practical in the real world. I've met a couple of engineering firms, a couple of contractors who try and employ students who have come from you know, technical schools and they are almost un unemployable and it is because they lack skills. Um, so that is also one huge challenge. Another challenge that we have been facing in the built industry, and now it is even more problematic than before, is our levels of production. When I say levels of production, I mean um, when a project starts, is it finished with the projected budget, with the projected timelines, and all that. Most of the time, this is hardly the case. Um, so in, in our industry, we usually face, uh, we have stagnated or even lower levels of production. So some of the causes of these stagnated levels of production include poor scheduling, inadequate planning, 
payment delays, which is a huge factor. And time wastage, you go to projects and you find most people are just seated and, and doing nothing. Poor communication is also a huge contributor to these levels of production. And, uh, and this wraps up the current challenges that we are facing. So moving forward, what are the opportunities that, that construction people can try and embrace and, and see how to, to move about? I can say the first opportunity that comes to mind is collaboration or creation of projects. The culture within how we've been operating within our industry, it has been, we wait for clients or investors to come up with a project, then we go and bid. So if I'm a contractor, if I'm an engineer, I will bid for that project. Now, the trend has been the clients themselves also do not have an idea of what to do. So what I mean by collaboration is it's a high time that consultants and players in the built industry came up with their own projects. So by this, I mean, if it's a healthcare facility or like a hospital, we don't have to wait for the government to come up with such a project. We don't have to wait for private investors to come up with a project. We actually can come up with that project and, and steer ahead that project in itself. I think that's a very huge opportunity which has been really untapped. And if you really think about it, you find that the people and the teams be, that are involved in the construction industry are the best people to actually come up with projects because they can, we are the people on the ground, we are the people who create the trends and we can notice the trends. So we are the people who can also advise potential investors. So we are the same people who can come up with projects. So if it's learning institutions, if it's something like a university, hostels, for instance, things like hospitals, things like a mall, things like hotels, you know, it doesn't have to be non-residential projects. It can also be residential projects. Because we are the, usually the team on the ground, it's a high time that people also became now producers of such projects instead of just waiting for investors and other clients to come up with these projects. So I think this is a huge deal. Of course, it's not as easy as it sounds. It, it entails a lot of, you know, due diligence and, 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 you, and, a, lot of, and a lot of patience. And also it requires uh, us to also learn about other things such as financing models and such. But I think if those can be hacked, I think collaboration is a huge opportunity that, that, that is waiting to be untapped. The other opportunity that I see currently is a, a checking on the counties or regions that are yet to grow. So by this, I mean, if you look at the counties in Kenya, not all of them are well-developed, hence the devolution. 
So you look at counties like Isiolo, let me call them the poorer counties. So Isiolo County, Masabit County, Wajir, and such counties. If you look at them, you find that those are hotspots for very good opportunities. Not necessarily residential, but more so non-residential. So, so you might find that uh, there are so many NGOs which work in such counties. And I think those counties, if given, um, if, if people would collaborate uh, with those counties, I, I think projects will come up and it will be a win-win situation. Because such counties also want to, to, to generate revenue. And I can imagine a county like Isiolo, for instance, which is a very huge county and mass of it, uh, much part of those counties are, are unexplored. You can imagine setting up a hospital city in such counties. That's just an idea I'm giving. Because of the large space and the low cost of land in such counties, you can see how setting up a huge uh, hospital facility can really be very beneficial. So instead of people going to countries like India and other countries to seek for medical help, we will import such uh, professionals and equipment and set up in the county. So if so you can see how thinking big and coming up with such projects can be very beneficial to such counties and also to us as consultants and players in the industry. So I think checking on the counties that are yet to grow uh, will be very beneficial. Of course, the other way of, of looking at this is also checking on the county plans, what they are planning on, on developing. Um, and seeing how to participate. Other, the other opportunity that I see is there is training. Now, this is tied to the shortage of skills that I mentioned as a, as a current challenge. Um, I have seen a couple of companies offering training, of course at a cost, um, to potential uh, uh, students and and this is because of the shortage of skills that people have been experiencing i'll just give a brief mention of one of the skills that will that that is usually uh, in in short supply but is in very high demand and that is the plumbing area so plumbers are usually very um are in high demand currently and the number of good plumbers that are there are very few so that is one of them so the and the other one is um checking on alternative uh, materials that can be used other than just the normal materials that we've been using uh, another one one of the challenges that maybe I forgot to mention is the rising cost of materials. You know, cement, sand, 
gravel, stones, the normal building materials that we use, you know, uh, steel, wood. Those materials uh, have been rising steadily throughout the years, and I don't expect them to actually come down. And I think these are also huge opportunity uh, for us to really rally and push these kind of materials, or rather to push the alternative materials that are available in the market. Uh, from my view, I think there's been a very slow adoption of such materials. Um, and, and, and I think it's maybe due to culture more than anything else. And, uh, it's, and I think it's our job to try and push such materials and any other material that is out there that can be used in place of the old materials that we are used to. So I think this is, um, so I think this is um, um, a, a very huge opportunity. The alternative material can be combined with the alternative building practices, such as prefabs. And uh, I know there are a couple of companies into this, doing this. I know it is not very well um, accepted on a, on, a, on, a, on a regional level, but I know with time, this will catch on as the technology continues to be perfected. So I think through those opportunities that I've mentioned, um, and mainly the collaboration, the creation of projects, uh, and the and checking on uh, counties that that are yet to grow, that are lagging behind in terms of of infrastructure. I think those are very huge opportunities for us to start thinking on, instead of just waiting and sitting down and bidding and tendering and sending proposals to people who have come up with such projects. I think we're in a position to now think of of coming up with new projects that can benefit uh, a lot of people. It's, it's not easy, but I think it's doable. Thank you.